fake news and dog whistling <laughs> is not just for your conservative uncle now. Apparently. I mean, it's sort of been this way for a while. There, there are always these headlines that are like, you know, something that implies cold fusion or cure for cancer. Yeah, so the one we're talking about this week is something that um, I saw basically everywhere. And it was uh, some variation on this headline, which is, This bug can eat plastic, but can it clean up our mess? Right. Nope. Yeah, this one does follow <laughs> the standard question headline uh, thing, <laughs> where if the question is a headline that's a yes or no question, the answer is inevitably no. Or at least it's always a less exciting answer. Right. It's like, eh, maybe we'll find out in about 30 years of intensive study. But in this case, it's pretty much a no. Yeah. So um, the details of this piece, which aren't important because it's a no. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so in addition to this not even being new news, it just sort of blew up recently. Um Anything referred to as a waxworm or wax caterpillar or wax moth uh, is so named because it feeds on beeswax, and it turns out that that gives it an enzyme that lets it digest um, certain plastics. Um, and this was rediscovered recently because someone tried to keep some in a plastic grocery bag and they ate their, ate their way out. Hmm. <laughs> Um, and where it gets to being completely boring and not at all useful is that um, they ate their way through the bag, but they didn't eat the bag. Right. They just this sort of escaped. This was not like, mm, bag. Right. Um, and it is only the plastic bag type of plastic, which is uh, PE plastics, but... Most of our ecological devastation is made out of PET plastics, which is, you know, like water bottles, which is what makes up all the uh, garbage islands in the Pacific, and which is what we find when we uh, cut open uh, seagulls. Right. And various sea creatures as well. Other sea creatures, I guess. Seagulls are kind of like sea creatures. Well, they're sort, of, they're sort of the top of the food chain. So if they're eating it, it's going all right. the way down. Um, so even if we could isolate the digestive enzyme, which lets them merely not die from chewing on plastic, <laughs> right? um, if we could utilize that, that would also imply that we have all the plastic collected and it's not, you know, floating all over the Pacific, in which case we could just properly recycle it anyway. Yeah, it's not, it's really not like we can just like release these guys into the ocean and they will consume, uh... You know, our, our, what is it, the gyre, however you pronounce that? The, the fantastic floating raft of yeah. human detritus in the middle of the ocean. Like, it is amazing the extent, like, what are humans? They're like, we're nothing, but we have really. We're cancer. We've done a number on this planet. <laughs> yeah. So if we did manage to, you know, make a billion of these moths, or that's probably a normal number of them. I don't know. They, they, they would just find an island in the Pacific that has bees on it and devastate their population. 
because yeah, because that's, that's who they hurt bees not plastic yeah that is how these things work usually even if we even if we did attempt this there would almost certainly be an unintended consequence that was much much worse um well not worse than the original problem because the original problem is really bad it's nice that at least plastic microbeads are illegal now um, yeah but they're still out there <laughs> They are, because they're going to be there forever. Like, who the hell? Well, except the ones you ate. Well, I mean, they're going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, those were particularly bad. I don't know whoever thought that was a good idea. I mean, I th the greatest unintentional villains of the modern age are chemical engineers. They have basically yeah. only done damage for the last century. It's really sad. <laughs> And our these insects are not gonna uh, save us. Save us, magical insects? No, not so much. It's appealing. You can see why they would really want to believe in this. I mean, there are bugs. There are just tons and tons of bugs all over the earth. And if we could get them to clean up our messes for us, I mean, that would be delightful. But it doesn't really work that way. Right. So um, about eight years ago now the big story was that we could use another pest that seems to multiply all by itself to save our future um, and that was the promise of algae-based fuels um, now to be fair they do work i mean but corn ethanol also works it's just a matter of balancing how much energy you put into it um, and how much you get out of it um, right. But what should have been in the news during the same cycle but wasn't is that all the VC money for companies looking into algae biofuels sort of popped, like classic bubble burst. Mm. Um, now, algae oil does have a lot of things going for it on paper. Um, in one acre, you can get like 40,000 gallons per year of a uh, crude equivalent instead of like a thousand or like 600 for like corn <laughs> so i mean yeah. if there is a biofuel that's going to work at all it will be algae um, and because we can't make enough batteries to make a transition to electric cars we're going to have to power our fleet of hybrids on something that isn't oil um yeah. So this bubble bursting is actually a really big depressing story because if the money isn't going into it now, we're just kicking the can further down the road and it's going to be a, a worse transition when we eventually have to get to it and the product isn't ready. I don't know. We might have kicked that can right off the cliff already. Yeah, that's probable. Um, and connected to that because... I don't know how long the car is going to last. <laughs> uh, it turns out Tesla is a pretty shitty company when it comes to their factory conditions. Yeah, yeah man. That story, like, so I don't necessarily expect... Well, you know, first of all, you, you're you going to have to believe. clarify which story you're referring to. The one where they don't pay their people or the one with the uh, racism? Oh, yeah, I was referring <laughs> to the racist abuse. I, yeah, we'll uh, go with that first. <laughs> I didn't read about the they don't actually pay their people. I mean, it's not surprising. Factory jobs really suck is the thing. Like that's there uh, there's this this whole white middle class mythology about the factory job that's wonderful and allows you to do all these things. But that wasn't so much um 
an aspect of factory jobs per se as of a unionization, um, which a lot of factory workers did. But anyway, so Tesla, Tesla is one of these companies that like a lot of people, um, and to some extent, myself included, we really want to believe in them. We want to believe that they're doing the right thing, they're, they're, that they're amazing, that everything's as shiny as it appears on the surface. But um, so a story was making the rounds this week. I, I say making the rounds, but that's not really appropriate. This is a big screwed up deal. Um, so a, a black guy in his 40s got a job working at a Tesla plant. He's an electrician. And they just like, straight up abused him his entire time there like petty stuff from calling him the n-word constantly to like denying him um rotation in his duties they they wouldn't let him have a chair like he started getting a back injury due to the repetitive nature of his work and it involved stooping and whatever uh, which is why they had a policy to rotate their employees every couple of hours except that policy was um not applied to him uh and I bet it had nothing to do with the fact that he was an older black man, um, except that it probably had everything to do with that. And so he got a back injury because that's what happens. Humans just aren't made to do constant repetitive tasks, particularly with lots of bending and stooping. And so he got a doctor's note saying that he needed to be seated. And they were like, OK, here, have a crate, which is like, oh, my God. Yeah. So the first thing they do is they give him a crate. And then he brings a second doctor's note that says, um, how about a chair? And they told him that he couldn't have a chair. And he was like, well, what about that guy over there who has a chair and that guy who has a chair? And it's like, well, just it's like only he could not have a chair. And it's just like, it's amazingly outrageous. Like the retaliation that's happening. It's so very illegal. And that should be. (laughs) So we have these laws, right? But the thing is, you have to you have to be able to trust that somebody's going to enforce them. Now, in his favor is that this is California, and California is a little bit better about that sort of thing um, than the rest of the country, or at least a lot of the rest of the certainly than the red states. But we'll see how it goes. It, <sighs> yeah, but Tesla is one of California's golden boys, so they may yeah. get a mere slap on the wrist. Probably just a and it sucks cause nice like, cushy settlement dude, for that guy. He, well, I hope he gets that. At the very least. I feel like, yeah, right? Like, he shouldn't have to He shouldn't have to work anymore. Like, yeah. he's not that old, but he's had to put up with too much shit. I, I'm, I'm willing to say that he's done enough. Yeah. So that's what they're doing that's illegal. Um, what they are yeah. doing with perfectly within the law is also appalling, but pales in comparison to that. Um, so the story that was going around a few weeks prior... Um, was that the workers who are having difficulty unionizing because it's, you know, frowned upon and Elon came down and gave some big speech and everything and promised them that he would build them a tube from the parking lot to the building or like a roller coaster or some some ridiculous nonsense like that. Seriously? Seriously. I'm not kidding. Uh, Um. (laughs) um, And their wage is... Um, pretty bad. So uh, the factory that makes them in California used to be a uh, factory that was owned by uh, a couple of uh, car manufacturers. I think Toyota and one of the American ones co-owned it last. And I don't know if that's if 
where they were making hybrids or conventional cars and it's just a building that's not important. Um, but a lot of the workers are the same. Um, and their wages either stayed the same or dropped. Um, and <laughs> this is um, in the context of a San Francisco living wage. So a lot of these people mm. are commuting hour plus to work so that they can, you know, actually exist on $15 an hour or hell, $30 an hour isn't enough in San Francisco. No. And they probably live in like Richmond and places like that in the surrounding area where it takes you probably, I don't know, you got to be spending like two to four hours of your day commuting and that just really sucks. I, this whole like, so, oh my God. So he seriously was going to build them a tube. He's like, don't unionize, I'll build you a tube. Like, what are you afraid of? If you're not abusing your workers, then you don't really have to worry that much about unions, do you? Oh, oh, you are abusing them? Yeah. I mean, something that I always, uh, like, my gut instinct on Musk, which has unfortunately panned out, has been that he's only interested in environmentalism if he does something first mm. like he's only interested in the cool electric car for it being cool and for its zero to 60 superlatives <laughs> yeah um, and, mean, and 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 like the, the, the literal the literal dick measuring of spacex versus what amazon is doing is i mean as exemplary as it gets i really like i just a lot of people think that SpaceX is, like, the most amazing, inspiring thing, but I really, like, I Privatized I space exploration it. is as dystopian as it gets. Pretty much. Like, Elon Musk is not going to save us. He's not going to take us to Mars when we've destroyed this planet. He's not going to even help us really stop destroying this planet. He's making luxury vehicles for rich people like there is nothing that man is doing that is not for rich people. in fact i would argue that elon musk does as much damage to the green movement as al gore does simply by being who he is <laughs> so the comparison is that al gore hurts environmentalism by being former democratic vice president al gore so it gets party stigma attached to it and partisanship where there shouldn't be Similarly, by only making luxury sports cars, now, like, you have people, like, literally yourself, who can't see herself buying anything between a performative gas guzzler and a performative Tesla. Well, like, there aren't any that are sort you're, of... You're just, just trying to road. rationalize it. <laughs> I just like to go fast, okay? There are plenty of EVs um, on the market. Um, and on top of that, Tesla has cornered the battery market so hard right now that no one else can make electric cars with their range uh, per dollar. Basically, as high as the prices are for the Model S right now, you're basically getting a free car attached to the battery because mm. <laughs> they're, they're selling them for what the fair market value of the batteries is, except they own all the batteries, so they're getting to sell them cheaper. Um, and on top of that, what do you think is better for the environment? A hundred hybrids with one kilowatt hour batteries in them or 99 20 MPG <laughs> gas guzzlers and one Model S that, by the way, is fueled by a coal power plant? 
Yeah, um, it's probably that first one. Yeah, there's a lot more we could do <laughs> with 100 watt hours of lithium ion. Yeah, I. And yeah, he's kind of a douchebag. You know what else? And this is like not terribly related, except insofar as it's related to Elon Musk. Like, I saw, um, so Amber Heard, who divorced Johnny Depp. And uh, because he hit her a lot, not just a little bit of hitting, he hit her quite a bit. Uh, and she got a large settlement because you can't hit your wife. You just can't hit your wife. I'm sorry, you can't. Um, so she posted a photo of herself having drinks or whatever with Elon Musk. And she had put a lipstick kissy mark on his face. And so a bunch of commenters were basically, I mean this being Twitter, we're just being the worst and saying that like implying that she was going to ruin him. If we don't get to Mars, it's her fault. She's a, uh, like a harpy. What did they call her? Oh, a succubus. succubus. They called her a succubus. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny Depp's career kind of went to shit because he's terrible. Like he's just terrible. I don't know. We still um, got to he, do another pirates movie. Well, he's going to get to do those forever because he's part of the brand now, but like he's not exactly lighting the world on fire in any other uh, cinematic endeavors, shall we say. And uh, it's it's not because she wouldn't let him hit her more right. than, she, you know? Like, so I the idea that she's going to destroy Elon's ability to take us all to Mars is just completely wrong on every level. And fuck the sexists of the internet. Yeah. Because they suck, really. Like, uh, fuck them. Fuck the cult of Elon. Fuck Futurology. Yes. 